0: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. is Dawn here, and I just wanted to come before you once again just to share what God has placed on my heart. Uh, I know that he has been just speaking to me and encouraging me as we continue along this journey of seeking God's face every morning at 5 a.m. and every evening at 7 p.m., on behalf of the family, and more specifically, on behalf of those who are having some um, health challenges, some health challenges, and we know <laughs> God specializes. Ah, yes, God, He specializes in those types of challenges. He is a God who is a healer. He is a healer. So we thank God, and I'm so grateful to Him. But it just seems like every morning. Every morning, God has given me a word and I'm so grateful to him. I'm sharing it with you all because I ain't greedy. I did realize I thought at first I said, well, God, I'm going to encourage your people. But I realized he given me enough manner to encourage myself, to encourage myself. So I am so grateful and thankful to him on this morning for this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so grateful to God. I thank Him for each and every one of you who are under the sound of my voice. I do not take for granted the assignment that God has placed on my life. And if you are listening, you are listening. This word is for you. It is for you. I pray that I can become the first partaker of the benefit of God's word. And I pray the same for you. Amen. But God was speaking to me this morning As I was just waking and getting out of bed, the Holy Spirit just very so politely just spoke. Pray in my name. Pray in my name. And we must learn the name of God. It's, It's something about knowing someone, knowing a person, knowing uh uh, you know, somebody, and knowing them by their name. I am the worst. Person in the world with names, and y'all pray for me, cause I try, I try so hard. One of the things is sometimes I can't, <laughs> I can't remember. You know, I can't remember, and I look at a person, I say, well, I, I just, I know your name, but I can't remember it. And with my uh, dialect or, or diction or whatever you want to call it, y'all linguists, let me know what the proper term is. But the way that I speak. Some names I have a hard time pronouncing. And so a lot of times, because in my field, I work with a lot of uh, non-Americans, non-Americans, whether they're uh, from Europe or uh, uh, from uh, places in India, you know, Asia, you know, which is all in the same. So uh, I have a hard time pronouncing the non-American names and and I get so embarrassed sometimes I got to the point let me tell y'all a secret this is what I do sometimes I'll go on uh, Google I got this little app that I found one day and it it does the name pronunciation and I think you could just type in name pronunciation it'll come up but they give you this little app thing that you can download to your phone Uh, but I listen I'll copy and paste the name in a minute because <laughs> I'm horrible. And I'll say it right that time. And then the next time I encounter the person, I will have egg on my face because I say it wrong. But anyway, it's something about a name. It's something about a name. And we know that there's something about the name Jesus. There's power in the name Jesus. We call on his name. And as Christians, there is no name, no name above the name Jesus. I ain't calling out to Buddha, Allah, Krista, I ain't calling out to none of them, the universe, none of that mess. I'm calling out to Jesus. So we know that there's something about the name Jesus. We also have to understand that there is something about knowing The name of God. See, in the Old Testament, the names that they had was a depiction of their character, attributes of their character, who they were. That's why they took their time in naming their children, because they wanted to be sure about the name. And the names meant something. And so when I heard the Holy Spirit say it, I said, God, thank you. Thank you and I began to pray in my prayer this morning, I began to pray the names of God. I began to pray in the names of God and every attribute. I called out what what the name meant and I asked him to bless us according to his name. Come on y'all. What a wonderful, awesome God that we serve. <laughs> that he has given us the blueprint. All we got to do is use it. But anyway, what I what I learned was that while there are many many names, there are many many names of God. There are, uh, I think, nine hundred and fifty documented common names. Common names. So in a sense, that those are names that if you are if you are walking in certain uh, segments of faith. If you hear that name, you'll know and recognize that that is God. Okay. So there are 950. Now we know that there are many, many more because sometimes we even make up, we give them them names ourselves, especially when we are in, you know, our our time of need. We just utter out a name and and, and it becomes our name uh, uh, for him. My husband, um, he and I, Oftentimes talk about, uh, you know, his name. And and when he goes out and we go out and he'll tell me, he'll say, if somebody call out to me and they call me by a certain name, I know where they know me from. (laughs) He said, I know where they know me from. When he was growing up, I, I think they gave him the nickname Smitty. And that's mostly his family members. They call him Smitty. And then, you know, some folk call him Rick, other folk call him Ricky, you know, and 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 he knows, you know, he'll know instantly. He may not know that person uh, or remember that person or remember their name, but, but depending on how they call him, he'll know, you know, just where he knows them from. I call him Derek because when I met him, that's what he told me his name was. He told me his name was Derek. So that's what I call him. I don't call him Ricky. I call him Bay. <laughs> He's my Bay. He's my king. He's my everything. I love that man. But anyway, same thing for me. When I was growing up, I used to get so agitated. I used to get so agitated when people would call me Don or Don. You know, something like that. Because I used to always think Don was a boy's name. You know, but my name, Don... Dawn, you know, I would always correct people, especially in school, Dawn. So if someone, if someone walked up to me and they said, hey, Dawn, I know where you know me from. More than likely, it is from an academic or a professional setting because I'm always correcting people. But when it comes to family, I just let them say it however they want. They call me Dawn. <laughs> you know, my my first pastor used to call me Talooch. He used to call me Talooch. And, and and my next-door neighbor, um, when we were growing up, he used to always say, Taluji. Taluji. I could be on one end of the street. He'd be on the other end, and he would go, Taluji. I used to have a problem with my middle name growing up because it was so different. But I love it now. I love it. We used to say it as Taluji. But I learned recently—I'm talking about maybe last year—how <laughs> to pronounce it for real is Zeluchay, or something like that. I don't know. See, I can't even say my own name. But I—I I found it in my little app. I put it in there, and it—it—it it, it gave me the Swahili pronunciation of my name. But there's something about names. There's something about names, and—and and I never understood. Um, you know on the job how people would get super uber offended when you would call them by the wrong name and not so much you know the the wrong name you would pronounce it wrong so I had to get sensitivity and make sure that I learned how to pronounce people's names the right way I mean they would get up in arms I, I, I've i had some folk that <laughs> you, say, you say they ain't wrong the first time boy you know and like I said I, I work with a lot of non-Americans and I have a horrible time a horrible time it's just you know maybe I need to do some voice exercises or something but it, it's, it just it never come right And even as I get through this study, you all forgive me in advance. I'm going to spell the names as I can if I can't say it right. But it is important that we know the name of God because it gives us a confidence in who he is and what he is about and what he is able to do in our lives. I remember Tony Evans did a study years ago. Oh, my God. It just brought to light so much Y'all should go do a Google search on that. But he did such a great study on the names of God. And it was so wonderful. But I want to get into the study because I don't want to stay before you too long. But I, I want to start off by saying that God, when he describes himself, he describes himself as Elohim as Elohim and he reveals himself or he revealed himself to Moses as Yahweh and that's translated in in the English um, language as Lord it is the most significant name of God the name Yahweh it's spelled Y-H-W-V and some I'm sorry see here I go Y-H-W-H but some take the W out and add a V because to be honest there's no W in the Hebrew uh, language so it's Y-H-V-H or Yahweh In Exodus 3, verses 13 through 15, the word of God says, Then Moses said to God, Elohim, Behold, I am going to the sons of Israel, and I will say to him, The God, Elohim, of your fathers has sent me to you. Now they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God Elohim said to Moses, he said I am who I am. Thus you say to the sons of Israel, I am has sent you, God Elohim. Furthermore said to to Moses, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel the Lord Jehovah, the God Elohim. The God Elohim of Abraham, the God Elohim of Isaac, the God Elohim of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial name to all generations. See, he gave him the term Elohim so that he understood. Sometimes God has to Compress things into our limited understanding. And so he gave him the memorial name Yahweh. That is a memorial to the covenant relationship, the bond, the covenant that God has with his children. The word Yahweh oftentimes appears as Jehovah, Jehovah. And some put the Y in front of it, Jehovah, and some leave it as is. But that is the memorial name of God. He said to him, he said, I am that I am. That, that right there, I'm telling you, I love the Bible. I love studying the Bible. I love getting in the word. But it's a couple of instances, you know, prophet has got that ratchet in it. I come straight from Detroit. but When, they get, when we get to the about it, about it, I'm telling you when David said to, uh, to, uh um, Goliath he said you filthy uh uh Philistine uncircumcised Philistine who do you think you are man that that one right there that that gets me that gets me that stirs something up in me and then what God said to Moses he said I am who I am I am who I am you go tell them that I am said you in other words I'm I'm who I am all by myself. I am he who exists. (laughs) I am he who exists. We, we don't even exist without God. Woo. Jesus. I'm telling you, it's something about, I am he who exists. (laughs) It does something to me. Because we are nothing. See, God didn't have a beginning and he never has an end. He exists. He said, I am who I am. He resides in heaven. He resides above the heavens. But he chose to come here in the earth and to dwell in the earth and allow his name. See, every time we call on the name, every time we speak his name, he dwells in the earth. By invoking the name of Yahweh, we invoke the power. We invoke his power in the earth. The Lord, our God, I am who I am. When we invoke his name, we invoke his protection, his his blessings, his grace, his mercy. Number 6, 22 through 27, it said, the Lord, Jehovah, spoke to Moses saying, to speak. He said, speak to Aaron and his sons saying, thus, you shall bless the sons of Israel You shall say to them, the Lord Yahweh bless you and keep you. The Lord, Jehovah, make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord, Jehovah, lift his countenance on you and give you peace. So they shall invoke my name on the sons of Israel and I will then bless them. Do you hear what I'm saying? Invoke the name of Jesus. Invoke the name of Yahweh. Invoke the name of Jehovah. And he then will bless. Proverbs 18 and 10, it says, The name of the Lord, Jehovah, is a strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they are saved. God said in Exodus 20 and 2, it said, I am the Lord Jehovah, your God, Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, Deuteronomy 5, 1 through 3 and Jeremiah 34 and 13, it says, hear, O Lord, the statuses of the ordinances, which I am speaking today in your hearing that you may learn them and observe them carefully. The Lord Jehovah, our Elohim, made a covenant with us in in Horeb. The Lord Jehovah did not make his covenant with our fathers, but with us, with all those of us alive here today. In using his memorial name, For the preamble of the Ten Commandments, Jehovah, Yahweh, takes on an additional meaning in the covenant of God. It is a covenant that he has given us. Because of his covenant with Abraham, the name Yahweh is a gift of revelation. To the nation of Israel, Psalm seventy-nine and six, it said, "Pour out your wrath upon the nations which do not know you, and upon the kingdoms which do not call upon your name." It's something about calling on the name. We, we, I, I, I want God to just settle my mind so that we can do a study on the. Uh, Abraham Hammock Mosaic you know all of the different covenants but but as a part of the Mosaic Covenant Israel had the 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 duty of hollowing out the name of Yahweh and so any misuse of that name was forbidden any misuse of that name was forbidden and so I <laughs> that reminds me of uh, one time I was, I was uh, at at a bank downtown Cincinnati, and you know, this this was this was during a, a, a ultra spiritual time of my life. <laughs> I would be walking and just be speaking in tongues, and I would be walking and just thank you Jesus, just 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 getting into His presence, and and I'm I'm laughing because you know sometimes I would be funny and you know just. But anyway, I was at the counter and I'm, you know, I knew I had some stuff going on in my account. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, I'm just speaking and and praying to myself at a level that I thought I was praying to myself. And the teller said to me, he said, don't do that. And I said, don't do what? He said. Don't curse the name Jesus," I said. What? I didn't understand. That was the first time I had ever encountered anything like that, and I didn't understand what he meant, and until, uh, you know, I got back to the job and I was sharing it with one of my colleagues, and she said, she said, uh, in their culture, and this was a Caucasian woman, she was saying how they say Jesus Christ. And it's, it, and when they say it, they're they're blaspheming his name because they like Jesus Christ. You know when something goes wrong, and and he assumed that that's what I was doing. But nonetheless, I can call on the name Jesus anytime I feel like it's uh But anyway, it goes back to, uh, being in that time, and under the Mosaic co- uh, covenant, they were forbidden to misuse the name because there was so much reverence in the name because it was the memorial name that God had given to Moses and he had passed it on to his people. In Deuteronomy 18, 20 through 22, it said, but the prophet who speaks the word presumptuously in my name which I have not commanded him to speak or which he ha- he speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet shall die. He went on to say, he said, you may say in your heart, how will we know the word which the Lord Jehovah has spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of Jehovah, if the thing does not come about or come true, that is the thing which the Lord Jehovah has not spoken. It's that simple. The prophet has spoken presumptuously and you shall not be afraid of him. That's why we have to be careful when we walking around here saying we heard God say, God said this, God said that. You coming in his name and he ain't saying none of that or nothing. But those are the names that God uh, gave to reference him. Elohim, the term Elohim describes God himself and he reveals himself through the memorial name of Jehovah, Yahweh, Yahweh. What does God call himself? (laughs) I told you there are many different names that we call God. But it's important to understand what does he call himself? He calls himself Elohim. The very first name, as we talked about, that God described to himself as is Elohim. It's in Genesis 101, 1 and 1. It says, in the beginning, God, Elohim, created the heavens and the earth. El is a generic noun for the word God. It's the proper name of a, of a God. It means strong one. And and in its plural form, it's el Elohim. The im am, in the ending, denotes plural. So when it's used with a verb in the singular, Elohim is taken in a singular tense. Or sense. Judges 11 and 24. It said, do you possess what your God, Elohim, gives you to possess? So whatever the Lord, our God, capital G, has driven out before us, we will possess it. When God calls himself Elohim, in every instance, it's associated with a singular masculine verb. Or his name is God, he's uh, Elohim, it produces an image of the creator God. An image that can't properly be understood. I, I remember a study we did a couple of years ago. I want to go back and do that study again. It was really good where uh, the minister was just talking about how God had to contain himself in a way by which we could understand who he was because of our limited um, ability to comprehend him. And so he allowed himself to be made manifest in human form the question was in that study, is God male or female? And so the conclusion was God is neither. His thoughts are not our thoughts, his ways are not our ways. God is above even our comprehension, but he expresses himself so that we can see an illustration of him in those forms. But in Genesis 1 and 26, the word of God says, Then Elohim said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let him rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Now I'm going to pause right here for a minute, but I ain't going to get too deep in it. I better get in your word. People running around here saying Satan is the God of this world. <laughs> Satan is in control. Now, uh, 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 uh. You better go back to Genesis 1 and 26. He ain't never take that reign away from man. We have full control. Now we hand it over to the enemy because of our ignorance. And <laughs> why wouldn't he take it? <laughs> if we say, hey, you, you the ruler of this world. He rules because of our sin state and we give him the authority that God gave us. He never took that authority back. But anyway, I ain't going to get on that. Uh, Jehovah Elohim is what he calls himself. The word of God says in Genesis 2 and 4 says, This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord Jehovah God Elohim made the earth. The word of God says in Exodus 3 and 18, it says, For furthermore, say to Moses, Thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, the Lord Jehovah, the God Elohim of your fathers, the God Elohim of Abraham, the God Elohim of Isaac, the God Elohim of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my forever. This is my name forever. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial name to all generations. My memorial name to all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, the Lord Jehovah, the God Elohim of your fathers, the God Elohim of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has appeared to me. I am indeed concerned about you and what have been done to you in Egypt. I am. I am the God of your fathers. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is our God and he has a name. It's important that we take heed to what we say and what God has said and how He has used that name. El Shaddai, He calls Himself El Shaddai. He reveals and exposes Himself as El Shaddai, God Almighty. He revealed and exposed himself to Abram when he was before he was Abraham as El Shaddai. Genesis 17, uh, 1 and 2, it says, Walk before me and be blameless, blameless, and I will establish my covenant between me and you. I will multiply you exceedingly. El Shaddai means God of mountains or the mighty God. It's the name of God for both Isaac and Jacob. It's the name that they use when they speak to their sons in Genesis 28, I think, chapter 48 and 49. This name became widely known and used. And it was then adopted by the pagan world. And they started using it out of context. For God. They used it out of context context for his powerful nature and as the giver of life and death. They misrepresented who God was as an almighty God. And even Balaam, the prophet, <laughs> tried to take the role of God and his power. Exodus uh, 6, 2 and 3 it says God spoke further to Moses and said to him I am the Lord Yahweh, Jehovah and I appeared to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob as a God almighty El Shaddai. But by my name, Lord, Yahweh, Jehovah, I did not make myself known to them. When he was introducing himself, when he had the relationship with the patriarchs, he, didn't, he did not expose himself in the way that he did to Moses. He he exposed himself in a more intimate way to Moses because he wanted him to understand that I am the existence. I'm the everything. God provided for Abraham. God uh, provided for Isaac and Jacob. And he had a relationship with them. But he became the very existence. of the children of Israel. They understood him in a different way. He exposed himself to them in a different way. It's something about names. God exposed himself as El-Betel, the God of Bethel. In Genesis 31, 11 and 13, the word of God says, Then the angel of God said to me in a dream, Jacob, and I said, here I am. He said, lift up now your eyes and see that all the male goats which are mating are striped, speckled, and mottled. Muddled. muddled, I'm sorry, muddled. For I have seen all that Laban has been doing to you. I am the god El Abethel Betel where you are anointed a pillar, where you, are, where you have made a vow to me. Now arise, leave the land, and return to the land of your birth. God gave Jacob confirmation of the Abrahamic covenant, the blessings that he had through that dream. He memorialized that place in Bethel, As the house of God. Where he makes a vow. And a commitment. To tithe. In Genesis 31. The angel of the Lord comes. As a deity. By revealing his knowledge. Of Jacob's memorial pillar. And his vow to God. To tithe. Jacob later, in Genesis uh, 35, went back, and he built an altar before God in that very place, in that place of memorial. God reveals himself and calls himself and exposes himself as Yahweh Meshkadesh. He wanted Israel to remember him as the Lord who sanctifies. Exodus thirty-one twelve through 13. It said, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, But as for you, speak to the sons of Israel saying, You shall surely observe my Sabbath. For this is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am the Lord Jehovah that sanctifies you. Kadesh. The main character of God is holiness. And he requires that as his children that we be sanctified. He exposed himself in, in uh, Ezekiel 48 as Yahweh Shammah. The Lord is there. The word of God says in Ezekiel forty. Uh, eight and thirty-five. It says the city shall be eighteen thousand cubic rounds about, and the name of the city that day shall be, "The Lord Jehovah is there." Shama. He exposed himself as Alpha and Omega. In Revelations one and eight, it says, "I am Alpha and Omega," says the Lord God who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Those are the names that God called himself. What did Jesus call them? And I'm going to get through this and I'm going to pray that I come back and we go through what man calls him, what the Holy Spirit calls him, and what Jesus calls himself, what it men called Jesus. But let's talk real quick about what Jesus called him. Jesus oftentimes used the name of God to teach and to inform and to help us understand. And capture the very essence of who God is. He called him Theos. Theos meaning God. It's it's a Greek uh, (laughs) noun. That puts the emphasis on God. Being the one and only true God. That was important. Because there were many gods. There were many gods in that were um, being worshipped during that time. And there were many calling themselves the Christ and calling themselves Jesus. So it was important that he taught him as Theos, the one and only true God. In Matthew 4 and 4, he said, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, Theos. Second Corinthians four and four it says, here Jesus points out inadequacy of of Satan, the God of this world. He calls them Kyrios. And let me spell that, K-Y-R-I-O-S. And that means Lord. It was a significant name to the Jews because it connected the Old Testament covenant with the New Testament. It was the same God that the patriarchs worshipped. And it was the God of Exodus and the same God in Israel. In Mark uh, 12, verses 29 through 30, Matthew 22, 36 through 37, and and Luke uh, 10, 26 through 27. Jesus answered, The foremost is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord, Kairos, our God, Theos, is the Lord Kyrios, and you shall love the Lord Kyrios, your God Theos, with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The only true God. He called him the great king. In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus speaks of the great king in Matthew 5 33 and 33 through 35. He said, Again, you have heard that the ancients were told, You shall not make false vows, but shall fulfill your vows to the Lord Kairios. But I say to you, Make no oath at all, either by heaven. For it is the throne of God, Theos, by or by the earth, for it is the footstool of his feet, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great Magus, King, Vasilios. He called him the great king. Mega Basilios, I probably said that wrong. M e g a s b a s i l e u s. He called him the love, the Lord of heaven and earth. Karios Arenos G. Karios Arenos G. And Matthew eleven and twenty five, he said, at the time Jesus said, "I praise you, Father, Lord Kyrios, K Y R I O U S, of heaven, Uranios, O U A N O S, and earth, G, that you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent." and have revealed them to infants he called him God of the living in Matthew 22 31 through uh, 32 he said but regarding the resurrection of the dead you have not read what was spoken to you by God Theos. I am the God Theos of Abraham, the God Theos of Isaac, and the God Theos of Jacob. He is not the God Theos of the dead, but the God of the living, Zeo. He called him the God of the living, Theos Zeo. He called him the Most High. Hypsistus, I can't say that one. Hypsistus, H-Y-P-S-I-S-T-O-S. In Luke 6 and 35, he said, But love your enemies and do good, and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, Hypsistus, and he himself is kind to ungrateful and evil men. He called him Abba, which means father. It's derived from the language, the uh, uh, Arabic language, daddy, and it's replaced. And its older form, Ab, Ab, Abi, A B I, for father, and it has a wider meaning of my father. Eventually, the term became Abba, which means Abba, father. And Mark fourteen and thirty six, he said, and he was saying Abba. Abba, Father, Pas- Pater. All things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. In Matthew 26 and 39, he called him Pater. Pater, P A T E R. He said, And he went a little beyond them. And he fell on his face and he prayed, saying, My Father, Peter, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Matthew 26 and 42, he said, He went away again a second time and prayed, saying, My Father, Peter, if this cannot pass away, Unless I drink, your will be done. He said in Luke 23, 42, 41 and 42, he said, And he withdrew from them about a stone's throw. And he knelt down and began to pray, saying, Father, Pater, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. Matthew 11, 23, Luke 10, 21 Luke 23, 34 and 46, John 11 and 41, uh, John 12, 27, John 17 and 1, John 5, John 11, John 21 and John 24. The word of God said Jesus always addressed God in his prayers using father with the sense of the loving son speaking to the father. He was able to call on the Father. He knew how to call on the Father. And just like we call on the Father, we call him by name when we were growing up. My father did not, he didn't want us to call him by his government name, of course. (laughs) And he didn't, really want us to call him dad and so the older children uh we would call our parents i i would call my dad butch and call my mom elaine if i'm talking to someone else i would say elaine if i'm talking to her i would say mom but my dad on the other hand if i'm talking to him i would say butch and if i'm talking to others i would say butch but we never called him daddy We never called him dad. We never called him by his first name. But he was our father. And we knew his name. It's something about. Being able. To call on your father. On your heavenly father. And to call him by name. To be able to say. Abba father. My God. What strength and purpose is in that? Jesus also called him Eli, my God. He called him Eli, my God, in Matthew 27, 45 through 46. In Mark uh, 15 and 34, he said, About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama, I always get this wrong, sabbatani, come on now, y'all know how to say it, S-A-B-A-C-H-T-H-A-N-I, that is, my God, Theos, my God, Theos, why have you forsaken me, when you meditate on the name, of God, the names, the many names of God. I just, I think you should just rest in His names, understand what each name means, and how those names impact your life. I really want to get into um, some other things that I pulled up about the name. Where did I put? I don't know, but anyway, that study that um, uh, I just lost his name. (laughs) I'm telling you, that's how my brain works sometimes. Um, Tony Evans did was was so powerful. I might even look that one up. But anyway, it's something about the names of God. And we must meditate on his word, meditate on his name, pray in his name, pray the names of God. Let me let me see, this is what I wanted to do real quick, as I got a few minutes, I think I found it here, but the names of God, the names of God, uh, the names, even as I prayed this morning, Elroy, the God who sees, Genesis 16 and 19, El Shaddai, the all-sufficient God, Genesis 17 and 1, El Elohim, uh, the God, I'm sorry, El Eloy, El, El, oh, Elinor, Elinor, okay, all right, E-L-E-L-Y-O-N, and I, I normally could say that, the Most High God, Psalm, 9 and 2 uh, Adonai Lord Master Psalms uh, 16 and 2 Jehovah Nisi the Lord our banner uh, Exodus 17 and, and 15 Jehovah uh, Roy, R-O-A-A R-A-A-H okay the Lord our shepherd uh, Psalms 23 uh, Jehovah Ropha. The Lord God that heals. Uh, Exodus uh, tw- 15 and 26. Jehovah Shammah. The God. The Lord uh, is there. Ezekiel 48 and 35. Jehovah Tiskanu. The Lord our righteousness. Uh, Jeremiah 33 and 16. The ho- Jehovah And this one, I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Um, It's M-E-K-O-D-D-I-S-H-K-E-M. And I I had it earlier today, but uh, my brain just ain't clicking in. The Lord who sanctifies us. Uh, Leviticus 20 and and 8. El Olam. uh, The everlasting God. Isaiah 26 and 4. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Genesis 23, I'm sorry, uh, Genesis 22 and 14. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of Peace, uh, Judges 6 and 24. Jehovah Shabbat, the Lord of Hosts, Isaiah 5 and 16. Jehovah uh, Azali, uh, God. Our Helper, Psalms 54 and 4. Jehovah Sali, God our rock. 2 Samuel 22 and 47. L, uh, some Gilly, I'm, I think I'm spelling this. S-I-M-C-H-A-T-H-G-I-L-I. That's it. God our exceeding joy, Psalms uh, 43 and 4. Jehovah, goodbye, uh, Melchima, the Lord mighty in battle, Psalms 24 and 8. Jehovah, El-Mah, Lord God our of truth, Psalms 31 and 5. Jehovah, uh, Hashiah. Oh, uh, oh Lord save Psalms 20 and 9 and then finally uh, Sar Salom, Prince of Peace Isaiah 9 and 6 Amen Alright well I pray that this was a blessing to you it was shown sure enough a blessing to me and I intend to go back and listen to all of it I could get my meal for the day he said if you love me feed my sheep And this is my love to the Lord. I love you all. And I pray that you have a blessed and a mighty day. Father God, as we uh, exit this message and exit our prayer for the day, Lord God, I just ask for everyone under the sound of my voice, Father God, that you will increase their faith in in you, God. Help us to know you by name (laughs) because it's something to know of you. But to get to know you, come on now, help us to know you, increase us, In your, and I mean, increase in our lives and um, help us to know you by name. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and Amen.